Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jones, Bowden, he's got it, England have won the World Cup by the barest of margins. Stokes flashes it away, through the covers for four, and England have won the match. Hello, Simon Hughes here, and welcome to the Analysts Archive Hour, Episode 2. Over the last few years, we've done so many interviews in the world's best cricket club. That's worldsbestcc.com. You can join it for £6 a month and get all sorts of live interviews and other events and so on. But we've done so many interviews in the club, we thought we'd revisit some and give you the full length rather than edited versions when they seem topical. So today, you're going to hear from Ravi Chandran Ashwin, who was just given a masterclass in spin bowling in the first test in Nagpur to rout Australia by an innings and 132 runs inside three days. Ashwin took eight for 79 in the match and five of the first six Australian wickets to fall in their second innings as they slumped to 91 all out. In the process, Ashwin took his test wicket tally to 457, the ninth most in history, and he's now neck and neck with Nathan Lyon, who has played 27 more tests. Although, of course, Ashwin has the benefit of playing more than half of his test matches in spin-friendly Indian conditions. Now, Ashwin and Lyon are quite contrasting characters, really. While Lyon is a fairly laid-back sort of person, Ashwin is a cricket badger, completely immersed in the game. He thinks, eats and breathes cricket, using every possible experience he can to enhance his ability and win matches. He even records all his thoughts after a day's play and puts it down on a voice recorder and listens back to it later. It is this total immersion and unceasing quest for self-improvement that has enabled him to become the second fastest bowler in history to 450 test wickets by test appearances, 89 in his case, that's after Mattia Muraliteran. So, incredible record of wicket-taking. And it's not an overstatement to say that Ashwin is a spin-bowling scientist, fascinated with the art. And in this interview, it's an insight into what you might call the Ashwin Spin Laboratory. The morning we meet in the team hotel in Calcutta, he's been watching a woman's match on television. He's looking to acquire ideas from wherever he can. And it was television that led him down this particular career path. He saw the mystery Sri Lankan spinner Ajantha Mendis bamboozling the Indians in the Asia Cup in 2008. He took six for 13 with his assortment of leg breaks and carom balls flicked out of the front of the hand. 
and he already had a fair variety of deliveries himself, but this persuaded him to use them more seriously, as he explains. I used to play a lot of gully cricket in uh, Chennai, and we have a lot of softball cricket culture there, and uh, I, I, I was one of the marquee bowlers playing on uh, roadsides and all. I, I used to be paid for playing tennis ball matches and all that kind of stuff. Those, those are the going back the memory lane. But And that's when you develop your Yeah, I, I used flick. to bowl a whole lot, and I used to bowl the one that spins back as well. But ever since I became an off-spinner, uh, my wrist started to give way a little. Now I'm working on the one that go, goes the other way with the, with the fingers rolled across as well. Uh, but because I've been repetitive over the last 10 years or so bowling off-spin, it, it isn't that easy to get my wrist into positions that I used to get uh, with my tennis ball. So I'm, I'm still working on a lot more that I can offer, that I used to offer with the tennis ball now. Once I broke into the IPL, people immediately started realizing that I had the ball going both ways. And that was a straightaway advantage. And I used to bowl with a new ball. People wouldn't really fancy taking a chance initially because I put some dents on some very, very big players initially. So that's how it developed. And uh, I, I sort of felt it was uh, uh, given a lot more importance than the cricketer that Ashwin was and the ability that he possessed as an off-spinner. More than me trying to uh, show the world what I was, I think it was more the world that made more of what I was actually. What would you say are your key deliveries? Uh, I think I'm I'm very very comfortable beating batsmen with my off break at this point of time. Um, I have a couple of wrist loading positions uh, at the last. I try and load it at 180 sometimes, try and load it at 90 sometimes, and try and see how much of drift difference I can make at the crease and it does make a lot of difference because uh, if I load in a certain way I deliver from a different point in the crease and if I load in another way I come close to the stumps and even the amount of or the margin of drift varies with respect to how I load the ball so uh, those are the subtleties I, I bank on I mean these are these are like it might seem like subtleties but these are huge changes because uh, not many people will be able to load it in different load uh, their wrist in different fashions uh, when they're going through a spell it is Probably uh, most of the spinners just load their uh, load their wrist in one position all their life. So uh, and when you talk about load, you mean sort of this position here yeah. where you're braced yeah. and I am the ball is close to you. Yeah, your probably head. probably the position where I'm rocking back and then moving forward. Uh, and sometimes I even play around with my rock backs. Sometimes I, I go through quicker than the crease to try and create some sort of a mirage to the batsman. Sometimes I, I load and slow my action down at the crease depending on what I want to do in that particular spell. It is, it is very interesting what I've been able to manage uh, over the last year or so. I've done a whole lot of crazy things, to be very honest. Uh, I don't think I ever imagined that I'd be able to do so much. Uh, and that is exactly why I use a voice recorder to try and uh, uh, record things about what I'm doing and how much I can draw from those experiences going into the future. So you, you go home at night and... Not every day. But, uh, you, you, every other day or so, and you write or speak into a, a recorder about the things that have happened and, and, ha and how does that help you? As I told you, for example, now the various wrist positions that I, uh, for example, when I bowl a carom ball, I try and use a couple of wrist positions as well, depending on what sort of a length I need to hit. Uh, because because it's a lot on the finger, it takes a lot of load on the finger, sometimes the length is not precise as I would like it to be. So if I load it in different positions, I get different trajectories on the carom ball. So uh, uh, I try and do it as a, uh, as a laboratory practice and it, sometimes I execute it immediately in the match and try and record it saying, this is what I did, and this was the result, and this is what can, this what can happen if I did it in this fashion. So what else can I do? How else can I change my wrist position to get it into different positions? So these are the sort of uh, things I do with a voice recorder, and sometimes I do it with loading. Sometimes the craziest thing I've realized about bowling spin is how much of a difference your run-up can make. Uh, 
uh, at uh, how much of a, if you can increase your speed of your run up by 5% what is the result at the other side if you can reduce it by 5% what is the result on the other side so these are some crazy things i've realized over these uh, years that i've been a spinner for and i would say i've been very lucky to actually have a strong understanding brain of all these things and um, so you you it sounds like you you almost a, a bowling scientist <laughs> do you look at um, video as well <laughs> <coughs> I look at I look at heaps of videos. I've just reduced it over uh, the last year or so uh, because uh, I've been more interested about what I am doing at the crease and what I'm doing at the run up that I've actually forgotten about what's happening on the other side. Uh, but I have watched so much of videos in my life. I watch so much cricket. I, I woke up this morning watching the Women's Big Bash League in Australia. So uh, I, I do a bit of. Uh, uh, I started uh, coaching a lot of kids when I, in 2010. and that's when i started 2009 probably that's when i actually started becoming a cricketer of sorts and i think coaching those people actually helped me understand batting better uh, helped me understand cricket better and i was i was so crazy that even in 2011 once we finished the world cup and we won the world cup in 3 days time i was back in chennai i have a couple of club teams that i own now uh, so i i bought them for about uh, a crore of rupees each because i just have the interest of doing that and I I go to those games try and take a diary down and see where these people are struggling and how I can make a difference to their cricket and all that. I'm sort of a, you can say I'm sort of a cricket tragic rather than a or a geek. <laughs> yeah, a cr- geek. yeah, a, cr- a, cr- a cr- cricket tragic. That's very good. What about the um all these subtleties and these variations? It sounds to me like there's there's been a bit of Anil Kumble perhaps helping you there as well. Changes in the run up position or speeds and, and how has he helped you Anil? he's been he's been massive uh, because sometimes uh, i think he understands me really well uh, because uh, he i think he's also spoken about it saying that how similar we are uh, in terms of how his cricket shaped up and how my cricket is shaping up uh, the only difference being uh, he he himself confessed to it saying that i'm a slightly better batsman than him uh, <laughs> but i mean i think uh, anil understands me really well in terms of what sort of expectations i set for myself uh, i have a really high benchmark which which sometimes can uh, get the better of me on occasions uh, I'm always wanting to get five wickets, irrespective of where I'm bowling, when I'm bowling, or what I'm doing for the team. And uh, when those expectations aren't met, or even in a one-day game, I have certain benchmarks for myself. And the way one-day cricket has evolved over the last three, four years, those benchmarks can be slightly uh, under. I mean, it could be just over my reach to be achieving that. So uh, to keep me in that middle equilibrium and tell me that this is what is expected of you, and this is what you're doing, and this is what you're doing well. Uh, even the other day in Katak before the game. Anil was actually telling me how I can get some variation on my carrying ball and uh, to try and get a flipper and probably a googly going, and that was like that was like proper fodder for me because he was telling me something new and it seemed like it was working. And we had a ball like I mean we had to go for the national anthem and I went like three minutes before because we were enjoying the session before the game. So I'm I'm that sort of a person. If I do something in the uh, like ten minutes before the game and I feel it's working, I will immediately try it in the game. I watched you practicing. Um, yeah. actually that with Winanil and I I was trying to work out what he was saying to you but I could see you trying your yeah. carambol and just trying to different so you were actually you were actually going for a flipper and right. and it was actually I I had be, I have been trying it for the last 2 3 years but somehow I wasn't convinced about the way it was coming out but uh, all of a sudden he just came and gave me a suggestion it was a very minor suggestion but because he was a leg spinner to get a, get my wrist into a leg spinning position even when I'm bowling a carambol can enable me to bowl the flipper better which i probably didn't realize before that and uh, i know i know my trade really well but to know another trade like which is leg spin something that comes from him 
was in, it was massive and it was invaluable. I suppose it sounds it sounds fascinating. At the same time, what Shane Warne will always say is, as a piece of advice to a, a budding spinner of any kind, spin your main ball yeah. as much as possible. Um, you know, variations are great, but the key for say a leg spinner is just to spin your leg break consistently and as much as you can. I would say spinning your stock uh, stock ball as much as you can with as much as control as possible and landing it in round about the same area every time you bowl the ball is as much as you can ask from a spinner in the modern era because I don't think you have enough spinners who can do that at all. Uh, it, is, it is an art. Uh, uh, should You should uh, pardon me for saying this, but uh, more, than, more than a fast bowler or anything, I think a spinner is a different breed altogether. Uh, it, is, it is an art which you need to acquire. With fast bowling, you can manage a lot with training, being quick, can increase your speed you can you can do a lot of things if you straighten your wrist position you can get the ball to go on the seam swing the ball there is there is a there is a lot more i'm saying it's physically very hard in the body but i think uh, as a spinner it is it is a whole rounded thing it is a whole rounded art where you're not only looking about physical positions of your body at the crease you're looking at mental aspects of the game you're looking at changing all the time because as a spinner there's a lot of time for the batsman to adjust so you to pick up a wicket is not as easy, so as not as easy as you think it is because you need to be able to defeat the batsman in the air off the pitch off your hand every single time he needs to see it coming out differently it, it is it, there is there is no opportunity for being monotonous as a spinner what do you want to achieve now what's your what's your ambition uh, i mean short term uh, rather than in the distance actually actually genuinely speaking I, I do not have uh, any any numbers or any achievements uh, to be speaking about right now i don't have anything in my mind uh, all i'm looking out is to iron out the smaller things that i'm getting the, the the one challenge that i'm facing is over the last 24 months or so i've been using a lot more body into the into the ball that i have started realizing that my body is so much more important in the past it's all, i've always had a strong shoulder and uh, the more I started putting body into the ball, the kind of magic that it creates in the air is, uh, and the happiness that it gives me when it's creating that such magic in the air is, uh, it's, it's just unrelatable to anything else in life. And uh, that is one thing I'm trying, I'm treating my body like a temple to try and uh, recreate the same thing again and again. And uh, uh, that is something I'm very aware of. And uh, I've gotten, because of the way I'm bowling and because of the kind of concentration I've been able to exhibit on the ground, is why I've been successful. So. Uh, to try and st my one goal is to be able to be the star on all five days of a test match. I'm not very naturally gifted when it comes to uh, an athlete uh, per se because of uh, uh, I've had my challenges as a kid. I used to have uh, um, the primary complex as a kid. I was not able to walk for a very long time and ever since my growth at the lower body and my hips, all these things have been always a challenge and uh, those limitations have been come. Uh, overcome in the last 24 months. I've worked incredibly hard on my strength training. Uh, I've put a lot of good base that I've moved into powerlifting in, uh, in so many ways. I have a lot of hip mobility issues which have also been overcome. Uh, I've put a very, very uh, good routine to my fitness skills. Uh, it, is, it is almost like a one and a half hour routine every single day. I think I've just fallen in love with my own skill and own cricket. It is time to keep enjoying it and try and uh, express myself and try and stay in a zone where uh, it is very important for me to keep enjoying the game because only if I do that, I'm going to give myself a chance of doing that and achieving it abroad. Do you ever wind up Anil Kumble, your coach, about <coughs> the day that you will overtake his wicketing talent? <laughs> uh, no, I'm, I'm. Or I'm, does he remind you about how many he's got? 
now and it, it doesn't happen because uh, in as much as my numbers are strikingly uh, rich and it's it's showing a lot of uh, good pictures i am actually not a man for numbers and you might have realized it now but i am actually not a man for numbers it's just that i have the hunger to go out then be the star every single day that enables me to do what i have achieved so far and uh, in terms of numbers who i want to achieve who i want to beat what i want to achieve is definitely not something that's even in my mind i don't think it'll ever come into my mind and if at all i get to a situation where i will overtake him i think i will call it quits before that well that interview was recorded when anil kumble was still the india head coach and for the record he took 619 test wickets so ashwin at the moment is 162 behind <laughs> It'll be interesting to see if he can get up to that sort of number. Certainly, if he carries on like this in this series, then he's going to get closer and closer. And the Australians have got to come up with something. They've got to kind of try and unravel the Indian spinners and work out a method because they were embarrassed in that first Test match. The second match starts on Friday in Delhi. Before that, we will preview on this podcast England's first Test match in New Zealand, which starts on Thursday. Hope you can join us for that. Meantime, thanks for listening. Sports Social Podcast Network.